I might unzip my dress a bit and release Ooh. release my boobs. <laughs> All right. Um, it's just it's a snug dress. That's not how I planned on starting. <laughs> it's the National Tea Day Special, listeners. I thought this is going to be quite savoury. Well, probably not savoury because it's teas. You don't get many savoury teas. Well, we actually talk about that on this podcast. Mm. We talk about all manner of other tea-related things because it is, of course, the National Tea Day Special of the David Eagle podcast. Uh, before we get into that, though, Ellie, yep. after the success... Are you got your dress sorted out now? Yeah. Excellent. I tell you what, our patrons... <laughs> you don't realise this, but we do have a sort of private members area where people... Uh, pay extra and they're getting an absolute treat now because they get to watch the podcast oh yeah and they get a a mini replica French tower as well an an Eiffel indeed okay anyway we're talking of jokes Ellie (laughs) talking of brilliant jokes are there Uh, any I thought we would start after the success of last week I think uh, where I started with a quick fire joke just to get people in I thought I'd do the same this week Uh, but of course it's National Tea Day this is the National Tea Day special of the David Eagle podcast so I thought I would do one a quick fire joke that's on brand. This just came to me, Ellie. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is a hot herbal beverage drinking pirate's favourite band? What is a hot herbal beverage drinking pirate's favourite band? I don't know. UB40. And we're off, listeners. It's the David Eagle Podcast National TD Special. And we're going to start. Mm. <laughs> I was already pressed the button there, but then I realised I might as well say something else. And we're going to start with a, a little bit of a montage, Ellie, some clips, some tea related clips. Lovely. And see if the listeners can work out where these various clips come from. Hey, we want a cup of tea. Hey, we want a cup of tea. Hey, we want a cup of tea. I'd rather have a cup of tea any morning than a slap in face. <laughs> I like a nice cup of tea with my dinner. And a nice cup of tea with my tea. And when it's getting late, almost anything can wait for a nice cup of tea. It can console you. There's the warmth and the ritual. You know, you've got to boil the kettle, you've got to get the sugar, you've got to ask what they want, you've got to engage with them. We can't really manage without it. One day I decided to try to have a complete day without tea. I was quite shaken. I was quite disturbed. I tell you what, put the kettle on, let's have a nice cup of tea. No, look, it's very, very simple. All I want, are you listening? Yes. Is a cup of tea. Got that? I hear. Good. And you know why I want a cup of tea? Please wait. What? Computing. What are you doing? Attempting to calculate answer to your question. Why you want dried leaves in boiling water. Because I happen to like it, that's why. A few tea-related clips to get us in the mood (laughs) for the David Eagle Podcast National Tea Day Special. So, uh, of course, Ellie, we uh, ended there with a little clip from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Arthur Dent remonstrating with a computer. And uh, before that, it was a documentary, which I've not watched, but I just saw on YouTube, Mm. and it was uh, Victoria Wood doing a documentary all about tea. Well, it was a few spoken word samples there. Now, I've not watched this documentary, so I don't know, and obviously being blind, you know, I couldn't see who she was speaking yeah. to. But I think this voice, well, I'll tell you what I'll do, I'll play that again. I think I know who it is. I want to see if you know who it might be. One day I decided to try to have a complete day without tea. I was quite shaken. I was quite disturbed. Any ideas who that is? Was it Boothby Graffer? 
criminal. <laughs> Wouldn't imagine him. It might be. Why not? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it was Jarvis Cocker. Oh. I think it's Jarvis Cocker. Pulp's Jarvis Cocker. Now, I don't know. I can't verify whether that's right. But maybe, Ellie, you can give that a little look up and let me know. Because it's in the sort of the, the introductory clip. So you can tell me whether that bit is Jarvis Cocker or, or not. Was so one of them Matt Smith? Uh, oh, the first one here. The ritual. You know, you've got to boil the kettle. You've got to I never thought that. I think it might be. Because especially with the background music, I was like, is this a clip from Doctor no, Who? No, I don't think it's does. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be brilliant. That'd be a more sedate episode in the TARDIS. One lump or two. Two, two. Good shout from you there, Ellie, I think, with Matt Smith. It can console you. There's the warmth and the ritual. You know, you've got to boil yeah. the kettle. You've got to get the well, sugar. I recognise an Northamptonshire accent when I hear one. You can't really manage without it. Victoria Wood, that one. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm guessing. One day I decided to try to have a complete day without That sounds like I was quite shaken. Jarvis Cocker to me. I was quite disturbed. It's very dramatic music for a tea programme, isn't it? It is, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Who is it then? Matt Smith. It's Matt Smith! Okay, so Ellie's got it right. But will I? It's coming up. Who's it? It's Morrissey. Oh, it's Morrissey! And the first voice you heard, or one of the first voices, was Gracie Fields singing A Nice Cup of Tea. Her version of A Nice Cup of Tea, of course, we regularly play the Benny Hale version on the podcast whenever we celebrate welcoming a herbal tea into the Nice Cup of Tea Hall of Fame, of course. Once it hasn't happened, and that was, of course, for tea bigs. But uh, for the last 12 weeks, we have been doing our feature Herbal Tea of the Week. We've been reviewing herbal teas on taste, smell and, rather controversially, description. And when you do a feature called Herbal Tea of the Week, maybe people expect it to be twee. They expect it to be sedate. But far from it. This feature has been riddled with controversy. (laughs) It's been dramatic. It's been laced with drama. (laughs) It's the 13th and final week of Herbal Tea of the Week, culminating on our National Tea Day special this week. And there are more twists, more turns and more shocking announcements and controversies to bring to you for the final Herbal Tea of the Week. Plus, we're going to find out what our final Herbal Tea of the Week is and whether it can beat our current reigning champion. A lot of excitement. As I say, when you think of a feature Herbal Tea of the Week, you might think sedate, twee. It's not going to be much of a roller coaster of a ride, but far from it. And to sum up the experience that we have had drinking Herbal Tea... Here is a montage sequence of some of the noises that Ellie and I have elicited oh upon sampling herbal teas. I mean, I now, with a bit of a hindsight, maybe I should have put the, the Doctor Who music over the top, but here we go. <laughs> a herbal tea of the week noise montage. Mmm. Oh. 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 Mmm. Oh. <laughs> Mm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh that's lovely. Oh. My goodness me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh. 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 My goodness. Oh. Oh. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh. My goodness. Oh. Oh. my goodness. Oh. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh! 
Oh. Oh my goodness. My goodness. My goodness me. Oh. oh my goodness. My goodness. My goodness. <laughs> I don't feel like we've drunk enough teas for you to say, oh my goodness, that many times. <laughs> That's just all the times. I may have even missed a few out, because there was times when I was saying my goodness and you were talking over it. So, you know, there's more my goodnesses. Some people now, if they're passively listening to the podcast, you know, maybe someone's got the podcast on in another room and they might be thinking, what are you listening to? Someone might be thinking, you know, it sounds maybe quite pornographic almost that, but no, it's just it's just two people drinking herbal tea. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is, son. Come on, open those curtains, let some light in. <laughs> so as I say, Ellie, there are controversies yeah. this week. Well, firstly, I have discovered something. Oh. And also, listener Phil has unearthed something as well. Is this that thing that for a week you've been refusing to tell me about because we've got to save it for the podcast? I've told you there's controversy, but I would not let on as to what it was. Well, you're about to find out in the next few minutes, as are you, Liz. Blimey. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, during Herbal Tea of the Week, we have sampled many amazing herbal teas. And one of our favourites has been Ginger Biscuit from Hoogly. And we're going to be chatting to Tina, the founder, creator of Hoogly Teas. And we're going to be talking about all manner of tea things and more noises as well from us. Because at one point, (laughs) Tina says something that elicits the following noises from us. Now, uh, I have muted Tina's speech, so people can't hear what she's she's talking about but you'll hear our reaction to it and then of course later on in the podcast we'll find out what that pertains to oh <laughs> What's that all about? Why we're making those noises? Find out as we chat to Tina from Hoogley later on the podcast. Ellie, I think you've prepared a little some tea facts I for us. I have got some tea facts. Which you're going to pepper throughout the show? Yeah. Uh do you want any now? Uh no. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I don't know how many tea facts have you accrued. Maybe like 15. All oh, right, well, yeah, give us one now then. Okay, cool. <laughs> tea actually comes from the leaves of the Camellia sinensis. So that's where you get black tea, green tea and white tea. So they all come from the same leaf. They all come from the same leaf. They're just dried out differently and have different levels of oxidation. Um, And without... (laughs) I wasn't even saying that, doing that sarcastically. (laughs) My goodness. Uh. And if you don't have any actual tea leaf in it, it's not a herbal tea, it's a tisane. Ah, well, I mean, I know we when we first started Herbal Tea of the Week, I knew that it probably wasn't going to be. Everything yeah. was technically going to be herbal, but as you say, it's a colloquialism. We're just using and also, herbal tea. Yeah, here. there's the red bush tea leaf, which comes from South Africa, which is where you get rooibos or ruby tea. So I think we can still call that a tea because it's just. Of course we can, of course. Yeah. I mean, there's enough controversy without us adding more. Yeah. Okay, more facts from Ellie to come <laughs> over the course of the podcast. All that and more coming up on this week's podcast, the National Tea Day Special. And now, Ellie. Yeah. Uh, another little tea based clip for you. See if listeners know where this clip comes from. It'll be fine, you just need a cup of tea. Your legs trapped underneath debris There's tea, there's tea You feel a burning when you pee Have tea, oh tea Inception for insanity More British than the Jubilee I even heard it made a blind man see Lovely cup of tea Oh, I'm 
Very good stuff there. <laughs> Keep drinking the tea then, eh? So there we are. That was a clip that we found when we were searching for tea clips. And it's not something that we remember, but it's uh, a Yorkshire tea advert from 2016. Another tea fact, Ellie? Another tea fact. Tea was apparently discovered in 2,737 years before the Common Era in China. Emperor Shenong of China was drinking a cup of boiling water and some leaves fell in it and then he drank the liquid going, oh, well, you know, stuff happens. And that's the creation of tea. Wow. I yeah. wonder if that's true. And apparently it took about 3,000 years before tea was drunk as a pleasurable drink rather than a medicinal drink. Mm. Yeah. We'll have more tea facts over the course of the podcast. Don't you worry about that, people. But uh, <laughs> we're all having a lovely time at the moment, exchanging tea facts, doing a bit of tea trivia. But uh, I'm afraid things are going to get a little more less friendly now, Ellie. Oh. Because unfortunately you are under the spotlight here. What have I done? And we'll find out as we head to regular listener Phil, who's got a little bit of a, a problem relating to Herbal Tea of the Week. Ellie, in a number of weeks, has told you categorically that you have never scored a herbal tea more than a nine on smell. This did not sound right to me and it didn't sound right to you, but you didn't put up much of a fight because usually Ellie obviously is reliable on her statistics. She's the one with the book. She should be trusted. However, you were wrong because I can tell you that on the 4th of March 2021, <laughs> you, David Eagle, scored a fruitcake tea 10 out of 10 for smell. Ah. Unbelievable. I can hear my fellow listeners, Mary... Amore, Justin, and Carl, I can hear them all now, groan, shocking news, I know, to end Herbal Tea of the Week. And indeed, Phil is right. Of course, I can't just rely on Phil. Have uh, you so gone to the records? I've gone to the records. This is what happened on the 4th of March. I don't think we're ever going to get a smell that's better than that. I might be wrong, but I've got to go for it. It's the first time in Herbal Tea of the Week history that I've given a tea a rating of 10. And it was the Frosted Fruitcake from yeah, T2, T2 that got a 10 there. Uh, but then a little bit later on, a couple of weeks later, Ellie... Have I ever given a smell 10? I think I probably did once. I don't think you did. Never given a smell 10. And then a couple of weeks later... I mean, have I ever given a, a smell of 10 before? No, I think maybe a 9. So 9 is the strongest I've given for smell, so it's really up there. The so there well, we go. But Ellie. it's good that we have these auditors I in the listenership. Is. I am also at fault here, of course, because I should have remembered that. But also, Ellie, mm. we both should have remembered. We completely forgot last March that we had reviewed Frosted Fruitcake. Did we? On The Eagle is Stranded, we did one oh, episode. Hell. Oh, yeah. Called, uh, in which you have a cup of tea and a chat, and the <laughs> particular fruit, the particular tea was... Frosted Fruitcake Loose Leaf Flavoured Rouboy Tisane from T2. So there we are. So, well, and we weren't I, keeping a tally. We didn't do a tally, but we did review it, and, and I completely forgot, and I was reviewing it like it was the first <laughs> time I'd had the tea, not remembering that we had reviewed it before. So what I thought we could do, Ellie, yeah. is I thought I would play 
show you a little snippet of the last review that we did, the yeah. one that we did this time round on the podcast yeah. series, and then the one that we did last year in March as well, so a year okay. before on The Eagle is Stranded. So what I've done is, so that you can differentiate between the two, the Eagle is Stranded version, I've pitched us up a little bit, so our voices are pitched <laughs> okay. up slightly, so that's the Eagle is Stranded one, a lower pitched version for the current one, okay. and I've done that because I find it very interesting listening to the two, how the same tea got very different responses. Okay. So here we go. Frosted fruitcake, loose leaf flavoured rhubarb tisane from T2. T2 frosted fruitcake. It smells lovely. It smells very much as you would imagine a frosted fruitcake to smell, but maybe, I don't know if it even smells like the fruitcake has got some alcohol in it, you know, when it's been soaked in brandy or something. Do you smell that? Yeah. I would say of all the teas, I'd say that is the most replete. It's the most busy. There's just so much going on. And as soon as I smelt it, I felt that festive feel. I felt that Christmas thing coming along. It smelt like a fruitcake. It sounds like we've been replaced by actors to protect <laughs> our identity because we're in witness protection. And so they've, they've altered us. And if we were on TV, we'd be like behind a screen and there'd just be our shadow. Doughy figures reviewing tea. It smelt like a fruitcake. It's absolutely delightful. Are you meant to have it with the water? Um, or does it say to add some milk or oat milk? It doesn't say. We can try a sip without, then we can try it with. Are we having it with and without <laughs> oat milk? Yeah, we're going without We're going to go without oat milk first. Yeah, I have to say, that just tastes like a fruit tea, which is very disappointing when you consider what it promised, as I say, what the smell promised. At first, Ellie, I thought, mm, Mm, that maybe is a bit fruity, as in that kind of fruit thing, but it didn't set my teeth on edge. It's just on the cusp, actually. If it was any more of that kind of tangy fruitiness that sets your teeth on edge, I'm pretty sure that once oat milk is added, it's going to bring that sweetness out. It's going to be a high score, this. Well, what happens when We're going to add some oat milk now, and I just really hope that's going to spice this up. It's nice, but I, I'm saying that all that happens is the oat milk improves it because of the inherent taste of oat milk. The tea itself, yeah. It is really nice. I think an eight <laughs> is about right for this tea. <laughs> Completely different uh, set of results. But I wonder if, given a year, your taste buds have changed a little bit and your change paying attention when I to say who knows I don't mean Matt Smith I know he likes his teas <laughs> well, we should get him on that's why there's so much controversy that's why there's yeah. so much drama because it's very much a very subjective thing and I know a lot of tea companies feel that their, their businesses maybe hang in the balance of our scrutiny and some people may even feel that what we are doing now is wrong we should not be doing it <laughs> nonetheless whether you think we should be doing this or whether you think we shouldn't originally we were potentially going to have an interview as well uh, with two tea companies we were going to have uh, Tina from Hoogly, who we are going to speak to very shortly, and we were going to have a chat with uh, Rebecca from Birdhouse. But I think she was quite effusive, Rebecca from Birdhouse, but then I think Ellie put her off by saying, what do you think of the penis dance <laughs> remix? And I think that's kind of... She hasn't responded since that point. <laughs> and if you are listening to the David Eagle podcast episode because you think, oh, National Tea Day, that sounds quite interesting, and now you think, penis dance remix? What they? Well, you're going to have to go back and listen because we don't have time to do that. I want to keep this as family friendly as we can. It's a National <laughs> Tea Day, Ellie. So, uh, let's... Why are you saying, Ellie, it wasn't me kept them penis. <laughs> let's head to our conversation that we had. Oh. 
Oh my goodness, I've just clicked a button on which says reverse. Oh. Reverse. Oh, I you might just be. Started re- well, this podcast yeah, might be. Sp- oh, it's very good. <laughs> but it's Pay Milligan. <laughs> Let's get to Tina right now. Press the button. But before we do. I just make it. <laughs> Let's get to it right now. No, but before, before we do, right now. sorry, our whole concept of time is gone now. I've hit a reverse button. <laughs> Travelling back in time now. But before we do that, let's have one more tea fact from Ellie. There are three million tons of tea produced each and every year in the world. Yeah. Wow. And with that fact resounding in your brains, let's head over to our conversation that we had with Tina from Hoogly Tea. I love the fact we're celebrating the new rule of six and being able to meet outside by doing a podcast interview inside. <laughs> yeah, no. So will you be taking the opportunity to go to the beach with friends now that you can? or you? I was going to go for lunch with some friends today, but it was snowing outside, so oh. okay, it was, <laughs> okay. it was a bit cold. Was it not snowing up north? It has been snowing, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been nice today, but clear today, but chilly. No, I love this because we've, technically we've started recording. I mean, you've not said anything incriminating, so we could use this, but what I was thought, what I think is really good is we're here to talk about something, I suppose, very stereotypically British which is uh, tea and uh, the second yeah. subject we've started got on so straight away is the weather so <laughs> <laughs> this is what being British is you know there's a lot of people talking about patriotism at the moment we might not have a flag in the background but we're talking about the weather and tea so we're doing <laughs> <Yeah>. all right <laughs> as we speak to you we are currently drinking your ginger biscuit blend the infamous oh, are you? well it's infamous in the David Eagle podcast herbal tea of the week annals uh, that's annals just for the transcription people you don't want herbal tea anywhere near anything like that but uh, well maybe you do but anyway but now you can get outside you don't need to do that kind of thing anymore the thing is with our scoring system is it's very controversial because obviously it is massively subjective and we're viewing it on description as well so we, the, yeah, I'm the, not good well this is the thing and 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 what I like in description might be different to someone else I mean I'm a very much as soon as there's a bit of alliteration I don't know why I seem to be favouring alliteration in my descriptions but to someone else that might annoy someone because it might be trying to say it might sound a little bit like a tongue twister so they might not like alliteration <laughs> I don't like words I think was it Hoogly who had the problem with yummy and scrumptious maybe there might have been a yummy that again is very subjective because people like the word yummy and they like the yeah, word I'm scrumptious not. exactly but I don't I don't know why I just don't like yummy scrumptious <laughs> and when it comes to like, when you're having a restaurant meal I don't like the words like smothered and that kind of thing or moist uh, when people describe a cake as moist, I don't like that. So yeah, I like that. I'll remember that. I do need to improve on my description, so I actually completely agree with you. I'm not very creative with words. I think a bit of iambic pentameter. I think you should study the sonnets. Um, okay. I think that's where you need to go here. A little bit of advice. Study the sonnets. Um, Thank you. David, should we get Tina to introduce herself? Well, that's a good idea. I mean, I will have done that on the... I would have done that in advance on the podcast, so people will know they're listening to Tina. But if you, just in case, there are any listeners, despite the fact that I've already done an introduction, (laughs) would doubt that you are, can you just verify your credentials for us, Tina? I can indeed. Uh, My name's Tina Glogengeuser, and I am the founder of Hoogly Tea. When did your journey with tea begin, Tina? I mean, you called Tina as well. Is Tina your real name? Uh, or is it? (laughs) 
<laughs> well, to be honest, well, I'm a qualified chef. So my, my passion when I was younger was food. I'm a real foodie. And then I, in my early 20s, I fell in love with tea and I started just wanting to learn everything about tea. And my parents actually live in Asia. So whenever I went out to visit them, yeah, I learned so much about it and developed a real love for it. And I wanted to combine my love of tea with the food. Hence why mm. you're looking at some of my tea blends. <laughs> yeah. Foodie wise, and for example, like the mint, I would think, okay, how can I enhance the flavors in the peppermint spearmint? You put eucalyptus in there because mm. that brings out different flavors. So I'm looking at more at what ingredients might make it just mm. that extra hoogly and indulgent. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's a, a unique way of working then, coming from that chef background that other Maybe, tea companies yeah. don't have bags. I definitely find I'm because I work alongside with the tea familiars and they so with their wonderful balancing skills and with my creativity of ingredients I think it works quite well and it's interesting that you should say sommelier because on a previous podcast when we were doing our first lockdown series the Eagle of Stranders we had a beer sommelier on the program so I like this and I didn't realize there was such a thing as a tea sommelier oh there is so would you arrange like tea and food pairings for special occasions or anything for people or? Oh, yeah, yeah. I often think about that. Um, and eventually it is something I'd like to go down that line. Do you ever do, uh, because obviously food isn't just sweet, you know, I mean, uh, you, you know that being a chef. I'm, hey, sorry, I'm getting a bit too advanced for you here. Let's just, but not all food is sweet. So have you ever thought about savoury teas? Yeah. Or is that a soup? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, yeah. No, I have. Mm. I know what you mean. That's a very good question, actually. No one's asked well, hey, that. Hey, look, we've been talking for eight minutes and it's good that I got a really good question in there. Yeah. <laughs> it really happened. That's a record for me. For me, yes, I've played around and made some savoury ones, but for the audience and people who like to try and get the audience interested, yeah. would they be interested in like a tomato soup tea? Or I understand. <laughs> We're always, as artists, we create, but we create sometimes yeah. just for ourselves. Ellie and I, yeah. we do our own podcast, but it's just the two of us. And yeah, there's yeah. some, it's very innovative, very avant-garde. We yeah. really push the boundaries. A lot more yeah. high budget as well. We actually spend a lot more money on the podcast. So... How long has Hoogly been going for then? And, wh- and where's year. the name come from? Well, actually, it's our fifth year and the name comes from, because I'm actually originally Danish. And so it's kind of about the Nordic lifestyle of Hoogly and Hugo. And it's in cherishing the simple things in life and making them extra special. Mm. So, so, so what yeah. does Hoogly mean then? So Hoogly, like in Denmark, when, when we're hanging out with friends or doing something we love, we're saying we're having a Hoogly time. Or if you're out with a, you go out in a walk in a park or you're really enjoying it, say, oh, wow, this is Hoogly. Or you can oh. put some good trousers on to relax with or <laughs> anything you love. If you're a Hoogly troll, it means that you're a sociable person. Um, oh. It's just a whole world that we use in Denmark a lot. It's hard to explain in one word, but it's basically all the good things. So yeah. if something's bad, you put a U in front of it and it's all hoogly. Uh-huh. So you don't like hoogly. We like hoogly. What's <laughs> interesting that. So just by putting a word at the start. A letter. Mm. A letter, yeah. A letter, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think how that might fall short if people misunderstand. But suppose we have problems. You know, I mean, in our language, we're putting negative words to mean positive things. So yeah, arguably, yeah. that's a lot more confusing when someone says wicked yeah, or like, sick. When it's something that's really sick, yeah. that's not a good not a good word. I wouldn't <laughs> recommend using that in your descriptions. I never understood. You can have that bit of advice for free. Flammable yeah. and inflammable. 
Because that's the same. Flammable and inflammable are the same, really aren't they? Annoying. Don't put that on your descriptions <laughs> as well. I don't think you want to be doing your... I don't think that you sat on that. You don't want to be doing... Fla- unless you did a creme brulee tea, maybe. Yeah, I have worked on a creme brulee, but because I'm vegan certified, I found, mm. I found it really hard not to get one that's dairy-free. Mm. So ah. all my teas be dairy-free and no honey. How do you spell brulee? Is it B-R-U? Yeah. So you could have it brew, as in... But you could do B-R-E-W, you see, because you're a brew, a tea brew. So you've got your lovely play on words. I mean... And that'll give you an extra point from David. It would. When we review it. Oh, yeah, I've got to work on that then. Wow. So I do like a bit of a play on words. Uh, OK. Well, you so, should read my tiramisu, because oh, yeah, that's yeah, play that's on words. Tiramisu. I like yeah. it. We'll have to have that at some point. I mean, maybe... Do you know what, you know what it means? So I said a, a good pick-me-up, because in Italian it means pick-me-up. Oh, ah, I did yeah, not. Yeah, I on words there, so I might get a higher <laughs> description for that one. That one may be. <laughs> I mean, some people would say that you are now talking to someone from Hoogly Tees, that the, the, the person, Hoogly herself. <laughs> you cannot suddenly take this into account when it comes to the description because you're sort of a nepotism now because you're part of the, the family. So... <laughs> Ooh, it's, oh. got, it's got dandelion root in it. In what? In, in the, the tiramisu That's really interesting. You would not... I'll, say you I'll, send, I'll send you guys that one and a couple yeah. of other ones and see see what you think. My goodness. Oh, Excellent. It would be my pleasure. <laughs> oh, what was that noise? Oh, sorry, it's an email that came through. Oh, right. I thought, I thought, no, I thought you branched out into Morse code. I thought <laughs> we're all about accessibility here and... <laughs> A few people say, you know, you should get like transcripts of the uh, of the podcast for the deaf, and I thought, oh well, what about the people maybe listening on on ships, perhaps on the yeah. shortwave band? And I thought that's what was happening there. Well, I like that one of our listeners messaged you to go. I'm trying to buy the ginger biscuit. It looks like the other three listeners to the podcast have bought it all out. I, I was sold out for a bit, but it's, I've got the ingredients back in. It's back in stock. I'd like to clip take full credit. I'd like to take full credit <laughs> for that. Thank you very much. I don't. I think it was, Ali. We single-handedly. It helps a lot, so thank you very much. <laughs> well, it's it's weird because I not heard of Hoogly, and I was on Instagram, an ad popped up going, "Ooh, Hoogly teas, you might like." No, this. not ooh, Hoogly, because no. that means bad. Yes, that's true. So, it went, oh, yeah. "Hoogly tea, you might like this." So I had a look, and then I was like, "Oh, well, we could do a snack series and get these." Now, when we yeah, started this, it wasn't meant to be a snack no. series. It was going to be. It's just going to be a tease. But it's just going to be teas. But then we seem to just get into a snack theme. And I thought it's almost, <laughs> you can't compare a Danish pastry tea to a green tea. No. I don't no, think. No, no. So I Definitely. feel like we need different categories. So I was going to ask whether you uh, do drink other teas or whether you, you know, you stick, s- to, your stick to your own now. I do like to uh, not compare, that's the wrong word, but I, I always like to venture out. And whenever I hear a new brand or something, I'd like to try it. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm open to trying all sorts of lots of teas. I love tea. so But I am more of a green and white tea connoisseur. Mm. Okay. Uh, I do drink a bit of purple, but I love my white and green teas, yeah. What's oh. the best white tea to have? I would say a silver needle. But, a silver you know, needle? Yeah. I've not come across it's that really before. Nice. Okay. It's really nice. Yeah. I think I've only had white tea in the Vietnamese cafe. I think that's the only place I've come across it. I've got three white teas, but they're flavoured white teas. One's got rose petals, so it's like rose blush. 
then I've got a white chocolate chili. <laughs> My and, goodness. Uh, <laughs> what was the third one? Uh, apricot blossom. Oh, wow. Very interesting. And have you ever, because you're, obviously you're trying out these different teas, and there must yeah. be a time when a tea just doesn't work. What's oh, the yeah. worst oh, tea blend? What's your worst <laughs> tea experience you've had when oh, you've been? Oh, my gosh, it's got to be the licorice all sorts one. It was oh, really? Oh, it was, okay. it was right. so overpowered of licorice. I, I, I was like, no. <laughs> so I, what we should have maybe done because we've only just sort of this has only been in the uh, the offing really hasn't it for the for today really yeah. in some ways but we could have asked listeners if they had any questions but mm-hmm. I feel we've done a good job regardless you've done a very good job but it's not the usual <laughs> question and I really like it okay so okay what, what are the, the usual questions? questions we say at the same time we both wrote uh, that on the script it's very good that you got the script actually, through as well one of the usual questions is definitely obviously how did Hoogly become and what got you into tea yeah. but you other ones about like what the worst one was <laughs> savoury ones yeah. Like. ah yes um, um, I don't they often always stay or people like to know where do you see Hoodley going and you know oh we didn't yeah I mean I'm not really interested in your business plan (laughs) (laughs) we just like teas yeah exactly I love tea. Every day I wake up doing something I just love. So yeah, we should start doing that. Yeah. I don't know why we're doing podcasting. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. You know, we want we want to be we want to be estate agents. Actually, that's our big passion in life. Are you kidding? Yes, <laughs> I do. I do that from time to time. It's, okay. it's an occupational okay. hazard, you know. Is it on your comedian? No. I gotta use. I've got to use that as the soundbite. Are you a comedian? No, you're so funny, though. Excellent. Is there anything you want to ask before we say goodbye? Do you ever cook with your teas? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, like, when you make, like, roast potatoes, it's really nice. I just take the mint tea and then Ooh. put that over on top that's really nice Ooh. and you can do more sorts of like syrups to make Ooh. different cocktails not well. all but not licorice all sorts we've established that <laughs> no 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 we'll stay away from that one roast potatoes with mint tea that's a cool that's really nice very yeah. interesting I feel like some podcasts would do a thing wouldn't they where they'd say I'm Tina from Hoogly Teas and you're listening to Herbal Tea of the Week from the David Eagle <laughs> podcast but I don't think that's us and also if we did that people would say ah oh, it'd almost be seem like a sponsorship and this is not, <laughs> yeah, a, sponsorship not a sponsorship deal sponsorship. No. Um, I mean what's going to happen after this just for in the interest of balance Tina is I'm yeah. going to I've recorded a, a 10 minute ballad which is a well, actually it's a diss rap it's like a rap that disses you um just for balance that so you understand <laughs> <laughs> so then we're even <laughs> i mean it's difficult because there's not much that rhymes with hoogly so to be honest oh. i was going to do 10 minutes but i haven't really got very far so i've had to give okay. that up by having a name that doesn't really have a rhyme for it you've managed to, to circumvent good. that you've escaped that fate um thank you. Oh, well thank you very much for bringing us joy and hopefully carl can finally get his ginger biscuit tea now that there's it's back and oh yes you can. Please, try some, right? We love it. Thank you. <laughs> Tina from Hoogly Tees chatting to us there. You could see her face, couldn't yeah. you? Because obviously we had the video thing on Zoom. When I mentioned the disrap, she <laughs> apparently looked rather she concerned. Did, she did look really worried for I think a, there were a couple of times that she didn't second. know when I was joking or when I wasn't joking. <laughs> no. I love the bit when she suddenly goes, Are you a comedian? <laughs> 
That's got to be on the previous thing on the David Eagle podcast. Uh, well, yeah, previously on the David Eagle podcast. I, I was a comedian previously on the David Eagle podcast. The reason Ellie and I made the following noise. Oh. Was in relation to Tina mentioning that you could use tea when it comes to roast potatoes. Mm. So I wasn't planning on doing this, but because Tina mentioned potatoes, I think we can have a little bit of... Frosted fruit. Not frosted fruitcake. No. <laughs> hey, we've had enough frosted fruitcake. Frosted fruitcake. We're uh, going to review it again yeah, next week. That's what we're gonna, exactly. <laughs> next week it's just going to be a frosted fruitcake special. <laughs> I think we can... That would have been very slick had it not been for the vote. Yeah. Uh, can we reverse? <laughs> Let's reverse that. Uh, it's time for... Potato, 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 News! Oh, because <laughs> it's doing that thing again where it... Oh, it's all... It's potato news because Ellie decided it would be a good idea to take Tina's advice and try roasting some potatoes with a mint tea. So talk us through it, Ellie. So I had a little look on the Hoogly website for what's contained in their mint tea mix. Because we didn't have we one didn't of We didn't have one the of their one. And then I matched it up with one that we have. So it was a combination of spearmint, peppermint, eucalyptus and fennel. I parboiled some potatoes, then I drained them, shook them about a bit with some polenta, added salt, pepper and a good sprinkling of the mint tea and then chucked it in some hot oil in the oven. What did you think, David Eagle? I thought it was wonderful. It was very nice, very different. I would heartily recommend it, my friends. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It was just, sometimes roast potatoes can feel a little bit too heavy because of all the oil. When people say to roast it in goose fat, it can be really nice. But what was really good about this is, it it felt like healthier, a lot healthier, didn't it? Because it had that kind of eucalyptus, minty feel. Oh, it was lovely. Just a lightness. There will be a picture that can go on Instagram. People really need to be following the Instagram because you don't get that on Twitter, you don't get that on Facebook picture of potatoes. And I've literally just had a notification going, Hoogly T have liked your picture on Instagram. There you go. Even though it's not that one. (laughs) What is it? Oh, God, we don't don't want to talk about that. All right, okay, there is a bit of favouritism going on. Uh, We'll do anything for some free tea. Unbelievable tea, yeah, yeah, saucy bugger. Anyway. News! But we must move from potatoes. That's not what people signed up for. They want more tea news. Because it's National Tea Day. Let's have another tea fact, please, Ali. The Lipton Tea Factory in Dubai produces how many billion tea bags a year, David? That's not a fact. No, I want you to guess. All right. Um, How many billion? Yeah. Well, it suggests if I say one billion, sounds quite high, but it suggests it's going to be more than that. I'm going to say seven billion. Ooh, five billion. Oh! But that's a mental amount of tea bags, isn't it? Yeah. It was introduced to the West by the Dutch East India Company, and at that point it was called Tay or Cha, and then Tay, the pronunciation changed to tea. Coming up very shortly, we have the final herbal tea of the week. Oh. We'll tot up all the scores, we'll give you all of the stats, the breakdown. Is there going to be a breakdown? Maybe there will. The pressure might be too much for us. We'll also find out what is this week's herbal tea is. Can it become the, the champion? 
right at the end. Mm. We'll find out very shortly. But first, another tea clips montage. See oh. if you can identify, listeners, where some of these clips might come from. <laughs> oh, goodness <laughs> me. Honestly. <laughs> it's not everyone who can make a good cup of tea. It's simple, merely, but many people get careless about tea making. Fill our mug with water, put it in the microwave, set it for a minute, pour the milk in, drop your tea bag in, add the sugar, give it a little stir, and that's how you make hot tea. Always use freshly drawn water. Remember, stale water means stale tea. Remember to warm the pot. This is most important, preventing loss of temperature. The water must just be boiling. Tea made with underboiled water will be weak and flavorless, whereas overboiled water becomes de-aerated and flat and renders the infusion dull in color and insipid in taste. Tea is a herb that's been dried out. So to bring it back to life, you have to infuse it in boiling water. That is boiling water. Every, everywhere I've been in this country, they slap down a cup of tepid nonsense, you know, with the tea bag lying beside it. Which means I've got to go through the ridiculous business of dunking it in the lukewarm piss, waiting for the slightest change of colour to occur. And at my age, I haven't got the time. Right. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking I bring you to my house as a friend in my kitchen You offered to make the tea Naturally I say yes, you're my guest So I take the offer gratefully But then what I see made my heart burst You only gone and put the fucking milk in first No, you must be out of your mind Looks like you went and poured about half a pint Now even with the boiling water My tea's already lukewarm Man, where the fuck were you born? Now you destroyed the thing that was sacred Pour it down the sink, let me show you how to make it So in future, don't spoil good tea by bad preparation. Let every cup you make be a cup that cheers. So the clips that we kept sort of cutting to was from a documentary that we discovered yesterday from 1941, a British documentary about preparing the perfect tea. And there was some tips for you there. But in between that, we had some uh, people giving their thoughts on tea and how it should be prepared. Very controversially was our second one, which was an American lady. Add the sugar, give it a little stir. That was a sort of a, was it a TikTok sensation yeah. or something, wasn't it? Do uh, Americans just not have kettles? Because they seem to just microwave the water. Put the water hot. in the microwave. Does that even go to boiling? How would you know yeah. whether it's gone to boiling? How would you know it's reached boiling? Do she added like lots so of sugar. much sugar. So it was very controversial. It got a lot of people up in arms. So that was where that was from. And then we had a little bit from the Marigold the Hotel. The second best Marigold Hotel. And, and Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith giving her ardent thoughts on how to correctly make tea. We ended with a little bit of uh, the comedian Doc Brown rapping about an ill-prepared cup of tea. So, some tea clips for you <laughs> on National Tea Day from the David Eagle podcast. But all of this, many people would say, is just trippery. The preamble. It's the preamble to the main event. So now, it's time for... The final herbal tea of the week. Some folks like plain tea, others like tea herbally. But this is the feature that reviews herbal tea verbally. We'll give it a smell, we'll give it a drink, and then we will tell. 
you what we think. Tea is the subject on which we will speak in our exciting feature. Herbal Tea of the Week. News just in, hot off the press. We've just had an email from Hoogly Tea with some information about National Tea Day, exclusive to the David Eagle podcast. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, is it exclusive or is it just... No, it's on a mailing list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I don't think there's any other podcast reading it out, so it's exclusively no. podcast exclusive. National Tea Day is a movement providing opportunities for future generations of tea drinkers to understand and appreciate the world of tea. Founded in 2016, the date of April the 21st was chosen because it's Queen Elizabeth's birthday. Could the day be any more British, it says. So it's only five years this has been running, and it's to mark the Queen's birthday. Well, happy birthday to the Queen if you are listening. Sorry for your recent loss. Um, Hopefully you weren't listening to last week's podcast. (laughs) But we're getting down to the important business of the final Herbal Tea of the Week. Normally what we do is we, when we rate the teas, we give it a score and description, we add those two scores together and then we compare it with other teas on our scoreboard. We're not going to do that this no. time. We're going to leave it right till the end yeah. and not do any comparisons and then you can tell me what the tea total is and then we're going to start handing out the awards for best smell best description best taste and of course overall winner many of you will know what the current overall winner is but um will it remain the winner or will this tea that we are about to sample now suddenly become the champion for the concluding episode of herbal tea of the week but what is the tea well, for week 13 of Herbal Tea of the Week, unlucky for some, will it be lucky Ooh. for Bloom Teas? Because My we're trying goodness. a redemption. Another redemption. Last week it was a redemption for tea pigs. It worked in their favour. But can it be a redemption for Bloom Tea? Now, Bloom Tea in some ways have nothing to redeem themselves for because they made an absolutely exemplary tea, one of my favourites. And unfortunately, due to the fact that it scored very low on description because it had scant information, because of that, it missed out. And also, I gave it an 8 for taste. And as soon as Ali wrote it on the scoreboard, I said, no, 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 9. But it was too late. With the rule was set in place, if it's written, it's said. And of course, that's caused controversy for other teas as well, including our winner. Because, of course, after Ellie sampled it, our current leader, because after Ellie had sampled it, she wrote her score, her favourable score, but then it left a claggy taste in her mouth, which only increased, and she wanted to go back and change that decision, but she couldn't because it was set in stone. And I don't know if people didn't realise that we have a, a Mason exclusive. And this is why we need to maybe set up a Patreon account, because there's a lot that we need to <laughs> be able to afford, the, the sort of stone masonry work. Anyway... Would you like Early. to know what tea it is? We know it's from Bloom Teas, yeah. but we don't know which one it is. Well, inspired by our discussion with Tina from Hoogley, we thought we would try the vanilla tiramisu. Wonderful. A tir- but not a tiramisu, no, as she calls it. vanilla tiramisu. This is a description? Yes. Okay. So, um, again, this is from our sample packet, but I have done some research just to keep the listener happy. The listener? Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that That's the Queen. Hello, um, Mum. Is it Mum? Mum is in arm. Mum is in jam. <laughs> 
This is all the description they put on their regular packets as well. So this is like their full set. So vanilla tiramisu, espresso, black tea with vanilla, cocoa shells, coffee beans, cinnamon and calendula petals. Vegan approved, naturally caffeinated. It's got a biodegradable tea bag and the ingredients are Sri Lankan black tea, cocoa shells, coffee beans, cinnamon, calendula petals, vanilla pieces, sunflower petals and natural flavouring. It sounds lovely, but the trouble is the description is just too scant. There is a direction section if that would help. Well, um, we just, we're just clutching at straws. Well, well presumably well, that's not one of the directions. Kind of... Don't use straws. <laughs> We do sort of cover directions on some of the others. Well, let's cover it just in, just in case. So okay. Use one tea bag per person. Add two hundred and fifty per person. Very good iteration <laughs> there. <laughs> two hundred and fifty mil freshly boiled water to a large cup teapot of cafetiere. Brew for at least three minutes. Best served with or without milk. Add crushed ice for a cool drink. Okay, as we said before, best served with or without milk basically just means best served. Yeah. And I love that crushed ice thing. Yeah. So actually that elevates it slightly for me. It's a good description, but I don't think I can give it any more than a six for the same reasons as we discussed before. Yeah, I'm going to give it a six. Okay. That is the same as we gave to the banana rice pudding. I, okay. I know we're not meant to, but it's All just right. for that one. Just for that one. Yeah. So it's, it's scored the same for description. So that yeah. to me seems right because it's the same amount of information. I'm not sure this tea is now able to win, but... I'm not the kind of person who's going to just ramp up the scores just to increase the drama. I think the reason we haven't had the controversies with Herbal Tea of the Week and people haven't been messaging in about is the tea that we've scored the highest, an actual tea or is it a hot chocolate? The reason for that is because it's been we've been sidelined, fortunately, of course, in the news by the uh, football yeah. situation with the, the new league and all of that happening and people protesting against that. And thank goodness. We're they've... going to announce that we're breaking away for a <laughs> European team. Super League. <laughs> well, now we've got the Queen's backing. That's true. Yeah, no. Okay. This is going to be interesting because it's tea and coffee in one drink. And oh. I did try doing that when I was about, I don't know, 15. I'd do a tea bag with a bit of instant coffee. And that was disgusting. But I wasn't an expert tea maker. We need to uh, move on to smell. Okay. Oh, it's a really nice smell. Oh, it's really interesting. There's a kind of a floral aroma going on. Yeah. But you can smell a kind of a coffee smell as well. There is a bit of a brightness to it. Oh, I do like it. It's confusing to me, though. Yeah. Because there is the coffee and there's the exactly. tea as well. So I don't know how I feel about that. Mmm. Oh. But yeah. there's, there's something that's... I don't know, like with one of the other teas that was slightly making me feel a little bit kind of, oh, I'm not sure about that. There's a certain sweetness which is making me feel a little unsure about. To me, there's a bit of a metallic smell as well, mm. which is interesting. I'm going to go for a seven for smell because okay. it's a nice smell. I was... Yeah, I'll go with seven as well. Okay, we have conformity here yeah. on this particular tea, but it's not scoring massively highly. I'm not sure it's at all possible, even if we gave it 10 now, for it to become a champion. But we'll see what happens when Will we taste it anyway. That's the question. Well, exactly. There's still that to play for. I mean, imagine that if on the final Herbal Tea of the Week, <laughs> it doesn't even get Vinnie Hale singing that it's a nice cup of tea. My goodness. Right. So, without any milk. Okay. My goodness. Oh, I didn't even... <laughs> And I wasn't even joking. Oh, that is very black. Oh, okay. That is very different to what I expected. I was expecting it to be sweeter, but I like it. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, I've got that metallic taste. I did it again. <laughs> and it's it, almost like... Well, I've got the metallic taste as well. And maybe it was that that was putting me off of the smell. But in terms of taste, that's so interesting. It's less that I like it and more that I'm absolutely intrigued by it. But that intrigue means that I really like it. It's weird because there's a bit of a roundness of the coffee and cocoa. There's a tang from the tea. I feel like there's almost like a hollowness to it. There's something not quite... Ooh. There. Well, maybe I can't taste the vanilla and the cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I can't taste the vanilla and cinnamon, but that might. <laughs> we should do a thing where we hook me up to some sort of. I don't, I don't want to do this. What, like an electrical electric shock thing. Every time you say, oh, my, my goodness. And I still think, even with that looming ahead, I'd still say it. <laughs> and I'd probably know what happened. I'd, I'd, I'd sit, I'd go. <laughs> My goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway. Okay, Ali. Maybe adding the oat milk. Will Let's help. add the oat milk. Let's see what happens. It's the final taste of herbal tea of the week. I'm going to do something unprecedented. 11 out of 10. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, going to do something unprecedented to say, my goodness. So it has rounded out now. It doesn't feel as hollow. I don't know why I'm describing a tea as hollow, but that's the only word that's... Down to the hollow. You just want to sing it, Flanders and Swan again. Do again. Yeah. But <laughs> it's not banana tea, is it? No. I don't know that I'd rush out and get some more. No. I don't know that I need to stock our cupboards with it. Six for me. Yeah, I'm going with a six. My goodness, this could be our lowest scoring tea. <laughs> it could be the lowest scoring tea of all. We know it's not the winner, so we know who our winner is. Bloom Teas Vanilla Tiramisu. Description, 12. Joint lowest with a number of others. Smell, 14. Which is not the lowest. That's Tea Pigs Crumb Caramel, but it's the next lowest. <laughs> Taste, 12. Only beaten at the bottom by Tea Pigs Crumb Caramel. So a tea total for Bloom Teas Vanilla Tiramisu is 38. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Which means Binny Hale does not play. It's time to look at the highest scores. We know what our winner is, but yeah. before we go there, let's look at description. What's our best description, Ellie? Best description with 18 out of 20 is Pucker Cacao Maca Magic. Well done to them. Smell. Smell. Exciting news, David Eagle. Oh? Top of the smells, we have a three-way tie. Birdhouse Easter Egg. T2 frosted fruitcake and hoogly Danish pastry. Have we done uh, frosted fruitcake before? Uh, I don't think uh, well, uh, only uh, the once. Uh, uh, uh. And for taste, coming in at number one with 18 out of 20, Tea Pigs Masala Dream Chai. That was last week's? Yeah. Wow. Is that the number one? For taste, yeah. Wow. So Tea Pigs has gone from being absolutely woeful with their... What was their previous taste? With 11. Wow. For the... <laughs> so they've gone caramel. from like the worst to the best in terms yeah. of taste. So many shocks, so many twists and turns on Herbal yeah. Tea of the Week. Does that mean for taste... Yeah. The actual winner isn't in the top three? Yeah. Wow. No, no, no. Yeah, it's joint third, but uh. with one, two other T's. Had I stuck with my change of, yeah. of thoughts, it would have been not A very there. different result, and Pocka Kaka Maka Magic would not be crowned the <laughs> winner, the teetotal winner for Herbal Tea of the Week. 
My they, goodness. They dragged it up on description alone. 30, and then that's the controversial one. Carl has said, should we really be considering description? I'm going to do, do some alternative maths now. Um, alternative maths, alternative facts. <laughs> People enjoy that. People love them. Yes. Uh, so, I'm just calculating without the descriptions. Ah, yes. To see where we get so to. We're, this is Carl's rule. Okay, so if okay, we without description. Without what, description. Not including description, our teetotal highest is 35 points and that is tea pigs masala dream my goodness that is and i didn't even say my goodness again <laughs> and joint second would be frosted fruitcake from t2 hoogly ginger biscuit and birdhouse easter egg all with 34 so in terms of without description yeah our winning tea which might not even be a tea it might be a hot chocolate it would be... Wouldn't even be in the lead. No, it would be in fourth Anywhere position. near it, fourth. And if I changed my thing as I wanted to, it would be knocked back there. So, officially, including all but three description, taste and smell, are... Winner. Winner. Despite yes. all of that, despite it not even registering that high on taste or smell comparatively, is, is Poka Cacao Maca Magic. But is it trying, a hot chocolate? <laughs> I, was, I was trying to say it at the same time, but then remembered I didn't really know what it was. Really what it so I had to say it after you. Uh, but there we go. Herbal Tea of the Week. Tibet has a tea called butter tea, which is made from a mixture of black tea, yak butter and salt. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that sounds horrible. I mean, it's got the word yak in it. I mean, well, you yak. Know, when you yeah, think but... yak, you think horrible. <laughs> But if that's the creature that you've got to get milk from, and butter is a way of preserving that... I can imagine that. the Queen saying, have you tried swan butter? Very nice. <laughs> the first book dedicated to tea was written in China. Oh, it was Booker Tea. Was it written by the MGs? <laughs> yeah, in uh, 780 AD, and it was written by Lu Yu, and it was called the Cha Ching, which translates as tea book, but I like. Do you think it was It was because he realised he was going to make him loads of money? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> what is the country in the world that has the highest rate of tea consumption, David Eagle? It's got to be Britain, surely. No. I haven't said that, though. Our population is very small. India. No. It's Turkey. Turkey? Yeah. Turkey, Morocco second, and the third is Ireland. Ireland? Yeah. Before Britain? Yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely That's crazy. according to teahow.com, so I haven't confirmed yeah, okay. their information, but that's what they say anyway. Well, I don't, I'm going to wait for Phil's verdicts before, uh, <laughs> before agreeing to that. Okay. I, I feel quite strongly about the Herbal Tea of the Week, David. I've been thinking since coming upstairs from the kitchen into the studio. Should we be disqualifying Cacao Maca Magic no. for being a hot chocolate and not a tea? No, because it's... <laughs> How we can't do that? Imagine we can't. Why? It's, because it's, it's it's listed as a tea on the packaging, isn't it? Is it? It says well, tea it's on got the, the packaging. You got it, it from says, a tea company. It says tea on the packaging. Does it not say tea? I can't remember if it says the word tea. Should I go and have a look? I'll go and have a I'll look. Have... Imagine this. You Phil. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> go on, Phil. You take over. Hello, pretty boy. <laughs> right. Because, yeah, I mean, it's got a herbal... We can't do this! There's a herbal master. Oh, there's a herbal master! No, it's fine. Come back. back We can't be serious. I can't believe this is happening. We're not doing it, are we? I'm not allowing it to happen, listeners, because... Well, no-one's protested this. Eddie's got this thing. 
And I think it's because her mouth went claggy. <laughs> and when her mouth gets claggy, she tends to get a little bit upset. <laughs> I can tell you that, oh, she's not here. Um, I didn't actually, I haven't planned to add this. No, I don't think you in. can. Okay. I don't think you can. I think you're I just, knowing the claggy mouth. To... It's a really claggy mouth. Well, I don't right. think you can... You, if we cannot... It does say the word chai. Oh, okay. it is chai. But There's a chief. Think... There's a master herbsmith. It's a tea, isn't it? It's fine. I've picked up the wrong one. Oh. <laughs> I think we're fine. Okay. I think we're going to go for it. Yeah. Oh, we can't change it now, so no, well done. No, it's been a few, it's been a, a week or two in place. Exactly. We should have changed it before. And to we be gonna... honest, what wins, it's not the be-all and end-all, or the tea-all and end-all. It doesn't mean that that tea is better than another tea, because the teas are just absolutely wonderful. And really, even the one that we scored quite low today was still a nice tea. Yeah, and I have since had... I took the um, creme caramels to work because I thought, well, we're probably not going to drink them, so if anybody else wants to... And they've gone and down very well, they? have they? been popular, yeah. Oh, uh, you see? Because I think it's something a bit different. Next week, we will not be talking about tea. It will be a tea-free zone. It'll also be a potato and cassette-free zone as well. It's also going to be <laughs> an Ellie Skinner-free zone. My goodness, we've listened to your feedback. (laughs) Yes, we have. (laughs) Because next week we have a very special guest. He's a little audio clue. I'm sure everyone will recognise this song. It is, of course, Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. And we're going to be speaking to uh, a good friend of mine. We've worked with him doing music things together. And I think the perfect guest, Boff Wally from Chumbawamba, will be talking all about that song, their meteoric rise to fame. But how the fact that many people think of them as one-hit wonders, but they were a band for over 15 years before that song came out. And when on to be a band for another 15 years after that and we're going to talk about their experiences pre during and post tub thumping and uh, all sorts of stuff it's an absolutely fascinating interview i spoke to him for about 90 minutes i reckon we're going to get at least uh, we're going to get an hour out of that and <laughs> uh, that's not because half an hour wasn't good it's just because we <laughs> if i take out all of my my goodnesses then that's my half an hour goodness. gone bye timothy <laughs> uh, anyway oh, that's what you have to do on our next series of uh <laughs> Tea of the week. You're not allowed to say my goodness. You've I got said to think by of a, Timothy. By Timothy instead. Okay. So that's <laughs> next week. In the meantime, before we do that, I've got a couple of gigs on the Saturday. We've got the gig with the Younguns from Live to Your Living Room, an online Zoom gig. And the day before that, we have our comedy night with Rob Rowers, Brennan Reese, Daisy Earl, and it's hosted by me and Paul Silky White. And it'd be wonderful to see you at that. And it'd be wonderful to see you at both of those things. For more information, go to davideagle.co.uk slash gig. And I'm going to leave it there because I want that ringing in your minds. I want you to, if I want you to doing it now, get your web browsers open, davideagle.co.uk slash gigs. This is the power of suggestion, Ellie. And buy tickets for those gigs. <laughs> Friday, the comedy. Saturday, the gig with the young'uns. We'll see you there. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Come to the gigs. <laughs>